Hey, welcome to the All 49ers show. Uh, I'm Grant Cohn. That's Jose Sanchez. We're the All 49ers. Um, so the Kyle talks in about two and a half hours in Santa Clara. I'll be there. It's probably be like 110 degrees. Then the Niners play in Chicago this Sunday. I'll be there. It's going to be raining and hot. What is that? Anyway, we got to talk about the rain. Wasn't expecting a rain game to start the season. Um, nope. but this is This is important. You have to game plan for this. What do you think this limits the 49ers to in this first game and the Bears? Well, they definitely aren't going to be able to expect that, right? Especially given the week that we're all in right now with this god-awful heat. I mean, my God. It's hard to prepare for that, right? You have to like, <laughs> the, there's no water bottles on the ball. Hey, they're yeah. going to throw water at them. That water, water is going to evaporate before it even hits their helmets and their uniforms. That's, That's how good. hot it is out here. I mean, it's disgusting. But, yeah, it's going to be – it's going to be, look, it's it's ultimately, it's going to be a hindrance, yes, but ultimately it shouldn't be something that derails into the fact that will cost them the game, cost them a drive. Maybe it'll hurt like a player too, something to adjust, but it should be something that's all right. The only thing I'm worried about more so is always like with footing, which at that point is like, hey, equipment manager, get my, make sure my spikes are good, make sure my cleats are good, whatever else I need to do to get good and get good grip on the turf. But ultimately, I think it's no more than a slight hindrance for them. Well, what about – I mean, they, they should win this game. I'm not like all of a yeah. sudden, but it's kind of like an equalizer. They, they did, the Niners didn't need this. They can still win the game, but one thing – It could thing, cause like a misplay, like exactly like they're trying to do a cut. That's what I mean. Like all of a sudden, like a, a two, a two three-yard gain turns into a 10-yard-plus gain right. or maybe they, someone – get Elijah Mitchell fumble and couldn't hold onto the ball or something like that. So, yeah, there's a lot more – there's a lot more potential for like – Bought for for plays that should be bottled up to it turns into a snowball effect where everything becomes just like very destroyed in terms of turnovers. That's the thing I really see it hitting to them. Well, I, here's where I'm going. Ball handling could be an issue. So the Niners have been trying to install the triple option. There's a lot of ball handling in that. Ooh. You got the you got the the handoff or the fake, and then you got the pitch in the rain. Is it worth it against the Bears? I don't know that it's worth it because if you're going to be doing a steady diet of that in the rain. All it takes is one miss, one slip, one fumble to change the game and, and give the Bears life. I think the Niners might not do a lot of that week one. You might save that till week two because, again, it is the Bears, and I don't see them scoring many points in this game. So the Niners just have to pretty much be safe on offense, hand the ball off a lot of times. And then you got to wonder how much rain is it going to be? Is it going to be like a little light rain, like how we usually get around here in the Bay? You know, it's like, ah, oh, it's just misty. Who cares about that? Or is it going to be a downpour like the Colts game? Yeah. Um, another thing, an aspect, actually, I, I forgot about it. Now I remember the real aspect I'm seeing is special teams, to be honest, is, is Robbie Gold going to be able to kick okay? I mean, he's a grizzled vet. He usually is on phase in most situations. I mean, we saw he him played in Chicago Bay. for a long time. Yeah, and he played Chicago yeah. for a long time. But is, is the fielding for punts going to be okay? Because, you know, just because Brian Schneider is the new special teams coach, doesn't mean he's going to be able to go out there and, you know, train these guys like, hey, be better in the rain. It's, they probably will still have the whiff hands. Also, Ray Ray uh, fumbled a bunch last year. So yeah, there's another security. one. He plays in bad, bad weather and stuff like yeah. that with all the cold and stuff like that. So, um, I think I, I think ultimately special teams is my number one thing I'm going to be more worried about because it is it was their Achilles heel last year. Yeah. And it could so, suddenly, oh, look, there he goes. New coach, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, we never talk about special teams on this show, but it was their Achilles heel last year. And uh, week one, especially, it, it's it can determine wins because a lot of the guys who are doing special teams in the preseason aren't on the team anymore. And so, like, if there's a week where a guy's going to be out of his lane or someone fumbles, it's this week. And if there's a week where special teams really de determines a lot of winners and losers, it's this week. So, yeah, good call, especially with the rain. Now it feels like 
less of a sure thing that the Niners will win, although I'm still picking up. Yeah, just funny things can happen. Funny things it's do easy. happen week one. Now funny things happen in the rain too. It's, it just adds like new sprinkle of like, okay, there's a little, there's a little more cause for I mean, a little randomness. Perfectly, but yeah, it's like an easy, yeah. an easy chalk up win turns into like, okay, maybe let's let's slow it down because now now it favors the Bears more than it does the Niners. Yeah, it just feels like it's it adds an element of randomness and kind of evens it out. That being said, I don't see the Bears scoring points. Like, how are they going to do that? Throw to Dante. Let's see that happen. How many points is Dante Pettis going to score in this game? 70? Darnell Mooney, bro. Put some respect on it. Jack Johnson says, Grant, appreciate you. Been a Niner fan since 1979. Appreciate you too, Jack Jackson. Hey, Jack, uh, Grant's been a Niner fan since 18, 1989, so you guys relate. 88, and I'm not a Niner fan anymore. I gave it up. 12 steps. It's not what your tattoo says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Sticking with this game, how good does Trey Lance have to be for the Niners to win in Chicago? He just has to be just average and turn the ball over. He doesn't have to be anything special because personally, like, I think I, I really see this riding more on Kyle Shanahan game than the Trey Lance game. I mean, if Lance has turned over the ball, fumble, and a pick or two, then it's like, okay, Lance, what are, what are we doing here? But I ultimately want to see, like, Kyle, don't get too cute this game. Don't put so much on his shoulders. That's essentially how I see it. If we're asking how good is he had to be, it's just just execute the offense. Yeah, you know, you're playing against a weak team. Um, this is something that should be like a good precursor, a warm up for Lance. I, I know he got like 16 throws in the preseason, but ultimately he still needs work. You know, this is something where you got to treat it. You don't want to like just throw it all on him until the first game. You know, we just mentioned there's rain involved, so that might play a factor. Just run the football like you know how to do. You know, control the clock, give him the easy throws with play play boo actions. Drop them back straight up for a few like deep throws if if the rain permits, and then just let them just let them have like an easy game. Don't do too much. Don't run them to the ground on week one because this is not a team that demands so much out of a out of a good quarterback performance. Just a decent right. one and take That's care of the football, point. and I think they should win. Yeah, he doesn't have to run ten times for the Niners. Better to not. Beat the Bears. He better not. If that's a guy yeah. to them, we're looking at the offensive line. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. Like, he doesn't have to run 10 times for the Niners to win this game. He doesn't have to throw 30 times for the Niners to win this game. I mean, really, the Niners should be thinking, we can win this game with Trey, Trey Lance throwing 18 passes, 20 passes, 21. And so what his job is, don't throw a bunch of picks. Don't fumble. Don't make big mistakes. Multi you can might, He might make one big mistake. It's his first start of the year. Okay. So will Justin Fields, but you can't make a lot because really they're not asking you to do very much. Hand off most of the time, make a few throws. And the throws that they're going to ask him to make, I'm thinking, I'm not in the room, but I'm thinking they're going to be safer throws. Yeah. Down the field, to the sideline, you know, screens. Not the 15-yard throw over the middle that Jimmy Garoppolo would do over and over that would get picked twice a game. I wouldn't ball. expect that. So it's like they're, they're going to put you in safe positions ask you not to do very much and say, don't lose the game. I think that's his job. Don't lose the game. Cause I don't think he needs to be the reason they win it. How concerned. I mean, I don't know. Cause I mean, early, I know I was there for the first Debo appearances and then preseason. How concerned are you with uh, the Trey and Debo connection? Cause I've been writing that a bit. Like I know maybe it's probably more updated in the last two weeks, but I, that's the thing I'm concerned about, especially seeing week one, if they're going to really try to connect on something like 10 plus yards throw, because it's easy to get the, you know, the Jimmy gimmies, we call it the Lances are going to get those throws. But what about like when it really determines on the quarterback to make his throws? Like I'm not worried about with a Euchre Kittle. It's the Debo connection. I'm really worried about. Good question. And the way it looked in preseason, I wouldn't expect it to be magically great overnight. It's going to be, it's going to take time. Mm -hmm. I think it'll get there, but week one, 
The problem they have right now is Trey and, and Debo haven't really established what they do well together. Jimmy and Debo established that. So for Trey, it's like, okay, well, we can hand off to Debo. We can throw screens to Debo. What else? Not really going to be throwing a lot of slants and digs with Trey right away. Those are dangerous passes over the middle. No reason to do that. So, okay, what else do you do? The deep over route on play action. That's okay. So deep shots, essentially. That's what we're seeing. A I lot of deep, shots, deep Debo. shots. And it's like deep, Debo's route. Exactly. He's a yard after the catch guy. So the intermediate and short game is kind of not there right now. It's like the running back stuff, the screen behind the line of scrimmage stuff and the deep stuff. And they're trying to figure out the rest. I wouldn't expect that to be there week one. And again, I don't think it needs to be like they can win this game throwing 11 passes. They could win this game throwing nine passes. <laughs> I think they could probably win this game throwing nine passes. That should be the goal. Just that like embarrassed teams that way. We didn't even throw this week. We didn't have to. Maybe we'll throw when we have to. That's the, that's the, the mission, the mission statement for this team. Throw only when you freaking have to. And that's not even necessarily third and five. You can run on third and five, get to fourth and one, run again. I'm just saying. I just, I just want to see something where, and that's why I circle back to Kyle Shannon. I put this more on Shanahan for how good does he have to be versus Lance. Is because last year, you know, they were steamrolling the Lions, and then suddenly, you know, I know it was a lot of defensive collapses, but there was way of handling the, of the game that you could have done better in terms of, you know, sustaining possession, you know, and especially with the injuries, ensuring you don't have your stars out there and such. So, I just want to hopefully he just knows that, hey, let's not get off to that crucially slow start. And hopefully I don't ruin the game at the end. I don't I don't choke it in the end to so make him a close game. The way I look at this, this Niners team is everyone focuses on their offense because it's Kyle Shanahan. But they're a defense team. The start of the yeah. team is defense. They put their most of their, you know, resources into it. D'Amico's really good. They're going to win this game with their defense. So the job most weeks for the offense is don't screw it up. Don't lose. Don't commit a bunch of turnovers, run the ball, like control the clock. I think they can probably do that in this game. I think the Niners, I think the offense, Trey, all of them cannot lose this game. It's yeah. the job. Even, if, even if Trey has a couple picks, I think that defense is good enough to like, like all right, we're, we're going to go suffocate yeah. Justin Fields all over again, David Montgomery, because I'm not sure who they have that's going to threaten anyone on that defense. And I think the offensive line, I mean, I don't even know who the hell's offensive line. I think it's a bunch of young cats or something like that. So, Two that's picks might not be great, though. And again, it, no, the picks no, might no, be no. like... And it depends uh, where it's at, too. Of course, that's what I'm saying. Also, if the pick is like, well, it was tipped off a player's hand. Okay, well, that happens. You know, yeah. bad luck. But I don't put that on quarterback. If Kyle asked Trey to throw a bunch of passes over the middle and, and a couple sail and get picked, then I'm going to be like, well, what the hell, Kyle? That's like, exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about right What there. are you talking about? Yeah, so... It depends on how they. If are. the running games are baby, why aren't you running the ball? I, th I think at that point it'd be like trying to prove, like, look, I got this young quarterback. He's got like zero negative starts, so let me go play and run him out and show you I can trot out with him in the rain. Yeah, Two see, teams. I'm more concerned of Kyle Shanahan doing something like that than Trey Lance losing exactly. the game. Like, there are a lot of ways to win this game with Trey Lance. There are probably a lot of ways to lose it too. Kyle, don't find those ways. Don't just. Xerox the game plan last year from Jimmy Garoppolo against Chicago and be like, okay, we won that game. You do it, Trey. Like, no, you got to win in a different way. It's yeah. called running the ball. I think to his credit, I don't, he's one of the few offensive geniuses in the league that isn't insecure about passing a lot. He's not like, oh, I have to have the best passing game in the league. I think he's quite content to have the best running game in the league, which is cool. He's old school. Throwback. He running it. Old school. I like that too. I like that too. Anyway, David Sanchez says, can you do the Jimmy G patent the ball? One day we got to get you with your footwork because if you're over here critiquing all these quarterbacks, let's critique your footwork with that, all right? Let's get a full right. like full body video of you actually doing the full form. Then we'll critique you. That would be fire. 
Cod Fry says, can Niners realistically sit Trey Lance midseason and start him in the future? That's a that's a tough one. If you bench him and, and it's not because he's hurt, we're just like, hey, you're not good enough. That's tough, yeah. man. I don't that I don't know how you come back that's from hard that. Hard to go back, dude. That's, yeah, that's why it's literally like it's literally like was last year's like as soon as you the one thing what, what was said, and I remember Leo said it, who's not here with us, was say, uh, the one thing about if you start Jimmy for the season is you can bench him anytime, and then it's cool because then you have that's that's your trump car, your ace car. You'd be like, we can go with Lance anytime, but you ain't going back. <laughs> you ain't going back. So the same thing mm-hmm. this year. Once you do and it's even worse because you spent three first round picks on him. And <laughs> that, that looks terrible. Giovanni Miller says, if you have to start your franchise, who is your quarterback? Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick, Jimmy Garoppolo. Plus, I have COVID. What do you recommend to do? Oh, uh, yeah. Video games. Stay video aside. Games. <laughs> That's sleep. what I did when I had it. Sleep a lot. Um, sleep a lot, honestly. Uh, Cap. It's between Cap or Smith to me. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. <clears throat> I think I'm gonna go with Alex Smith, but that's a tough one. I don't know. I know. I think. It's, I think it's like if you're starting a franchise, know. who's my? There's a lot of variables in the tense. I'm. I would go with Cap just because I'd rather take at that point. I'm hoping that we can actually sustain his success better than how the Niners did towards his last like few years of his career. That's my, but I mean, ultimately if we're talking about careers now, yeah, Alex Smith, but I, 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 me, I'd rather just shoot for the stars with cap. The thing with cap was you didn't, his career, I mean, his, his prime lasted like a year and a half. So what yeah. are you really committing to? If you have him like Alex Smith got better and better and better and was good into his thirties. I don't know. It's a tough one, but Kyle Kaepernick, man, he supercharges your run game. He lets you throw down field. Um, he was really Stupid good in the playoffs. Alex Smith was never really good in the playoffs. That's a tough one. I'll take Trey Lance. <laughs> he'll take he'll take Nick Mullins. Karan Sharma says Kyle's offense is terrible in the rain. Indy Baltimore. That's I blame point. that more on the quarterback. To be honest. Yeah, what, 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 would he, what would be what would it be about his offense that struggles in the rain? Is it all the shifts and motions? It's like no, nah, honestly. I, I mean, know. Baltimore game that was look, Baltimore game that was that was a slobber knocker between two elite teams. I, I'm not hanging out on just a weakness. I think if anything, the indie game is more indicative because I saw one quarterback chucking it deep into PIs, right. the other quarterback right, right. didn't even tell him to throw it and get PIs. It's like right. So yeah. that's to me was the quarterback's fault, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll see what Trey Lance offense looks like in the rain. Be interesting. But I it is interesting, you know, that that Indiana game last year. Do you remember who their defensive coordinator was? I don't mean to put to put you on the spot. It's Matt Eberflus, who is the head coach. Oh right, right, the, right. Yeah, I said of the, the uh, Bears. Uberflus. That was a trick question. So anyway, like I don't know if Eberflus is a good head coach, but he's a he's a very good coordinator, and he's faced Kyle before and had success with a different team. But just want to point that out there. Also, this team has Robert Quinn with 18 and a half sacks last year, and he might be going against McGlinchey. McGlinchey, who's healthy. Apparently. Okay. Um, let's talk about, it's not, we haven't talked about Trey Lance yet. I want to talk about Trey Lance. There's a new phenomenon of like the biggest national pundits all talking about Trey Lance and saying like the dumbest stuff. And it makes me chuckle, but like, why all of a sudden, why, why are the Niners and their quarterback now? That, Cause it was always like Dallas, right? You turn on TV and they're yelling about the Cowboys. Like who cares? All of a sudden, it's Trey Lance. Everyone needs to talk about the 49ers, and Trey, which is new. And I'm, it's like, why do you think that is, man? All of a sudden, Stephen A. Smith, Colin Cowher, everyone has to say something dumber than the previous guy about Trey Lance and the Niners. And they don't know this team. Like It's like they just started, they just entered the conversation three months ago, and they're like, I have something to say. Shut, no, you don't. Sit down. Anyway, why? why? 
Is it? But is it new? It's not new. It's kind of like I think maybe it's been taking a lot of steam lately because now he is a starting quarterback. But there's been a lot of stupid, stupid things getting said that it was just like, what? Huh? What? What are you talking about? Yeah. The only one who I thought made sense because I kind of made the point about it when they brought Jimmy G back was Peter King in terms of just leaving the option there. But everything else, like he's talking about, like just hedging his bets and all that stuff about like talking like, oh, yeah. But ultimately. Yeah, like the Colin Cowherds, the Stephen A. Smith. That's that's just their stick, man. It's just to say something outrageous that they don't know about. I mean, hell, <laughs> you had Stephen A. I think for a year. He he talked about Hunter Henry on the Chargers or someone, and that player wasn't even on that team for like a year or two already. Yeah. So these guys don't really look at anything. They just read a headline. They read a story that takes like thirty seconds. One person probably and just end up about it. But the other players are like, I mean, the other players, the other players in the media in terms of like national for the NFL. They like to pick on Lance because it's ultimately the unknown. No, everyone hates right. the unknown, and essentially, right. kind of like Kyle did too, a little bit. That's why they didn't want to roll with Trey year one because they just said, "Why not just keep going with Jimmy?" I mean, I think ultimately that's where I keep seeing it. Right. It, also, it seems like with the national guys, their job is to talk about the stories that get the most engagement, that get the most clicks and views. And in the past, exactly. it was the Cowboys. But now it's the Niners, in particular Trey Lance, because the Niners were almost in the Super Bowl last year, and everyone knows if Trey Lance is better than Jimmy that they could win the Super Bowl this year, but no one really knows what the hell Trey's going to be. He's a huge mystery. And like, all the people covering the team that actually know this team and have been following it for more than three months pretty much feel like the Niners are doing the right thing. This is the time to go to Trey Lance. We all get it. It's the people that don't know a damn thing about the 49ers and just started looking into them recently because that you get views if you talk about the Niners don't see the logic in moving to Trey Lance. And so it seems to me it's just people who don't know the first thing about this team who just joined the conversation and are trying to say something to stand out. All the people locally are saying Niners doing the right thing. So people nationally being like Niners don't know what the hell they're talking about. And they're mostly doing it just because they're going to get a lot of views. And then if and when they're wrong, they'll just move on to the next thing and pretend like it never happened, which is lame. That's the way I see it. No, yeah. And plus, they, they, they know what they're doing to get out of reaction out of people, too. They, they yeah. just see the way, like, hey, look, if we talk about this, you know, we can kick the beehive and like yeah. it'll run into other yeah. beehives. And then, boom, we get what we want. We create stories, aggregate, and we can build upon that and then let the full circle. It's like a formula. Yeah. It's like the Y equals MX plus B of national media, but I wouldn't yes. even know how to input that because I wasn't that yes. great at math. So It's like so all of a sudden Trey Lance is the number one topic in the NFL. If I say that, you know, if I'm a big time national media guy with a huge following and I say I have the expertise to say he's not good, the Niners are doing the wrong thing, everyone will just listen to me and just to figure out why I'm saying what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's what people have figured out. Like, if you want attention, talk about the 49ers. Isn't that strange? I mean, it's about time because I always felt that the media's obsession with the Cowboys was so lame. Who cares about the Cowboys? They were good 30 years ago. They're never good. Do they really have that? I guess they have a huge fan yeah, base. Yeah, because they're, the they're, actually... the, they're always generating the, the eyeballs, man. The ratings say otherwise. But I the mean, Niners I know, have the this year. I get it. I don't like watching. Yeah, they stink this year. I mean, why else are they on Sunday Night Football this year? Because they they don't have the the drama on that team is manufactured. Like they have a good quarterback. They the Niners have real drama, real drama, and it's a great story. I love covering the 49ers. It's all it's the only team I cover, and I mean it's all the time I want to cover. Now, now you got Peter King trying to come a little late to the party. Nah, bro. And you you say he's like calling the shot week seven. He's gonna get benched. You came to one practice. It's because bringing back Jimmy does 
It's because bringing back Jimmy does make it like an invitation to a lot of people like, whoa, this is unprecedented because it is unprecedented. It's 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 crazy to me. I mean, look, I get your points too. And Peter, I get both sides of points. I lean with the side is there's still a little belief that and to me, I don't think they have full trust in Lance still fully. That, and that's not that's just because of I don't think he's ready. It's because I don't yeah. personally, I just don't trust Kyle Shan to me. That's where it comes right. down to. The fact that he has that right. option means that he can do it. And are That's they scarred true. because of all those backup quarterbacks? Yeah, yeah, I agree because it was always bad That's those fair. years, right? It was That's always fair. bad, and you don't want to go down because of that one injury. It makes sense perfectly, but it's like you know, it's it's just the fact that if if, if it's going wrong, you know, a thousand percent there's going to be some whispers or an idea, not just not just fan or media created either. I think. All I'm saying with 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 Lance is that his loudest critics are the people that know the least about the 49ers. Yes. The people that think about them the least, watch them the least, people who don't cover the the NFL, people who cover all sports, all teams, and are paid to have like a compelling hot take that goes against the grain about a team they don't know anything about. Um, I like compelling hot takes and, and going against the grain, but I actually really, really know this team. It's the mm-hmm. only team I cover. So when you got someone who came to one practice and thinks about all the teams or all the sports and it says, I actually have a better perception of this. It's like, dude, no, actually no. And what you're doing is trying to get in on this gravy train over here that is Niners coverage. And you should have been here years ago. I don't know what you're thinking. You were busy talking about Des Bryant or whatever. It's low hanging fruit too, especially like, again, because it is such a like scenario you've never seen in league history where you go from starter and then back up and then it didn't work out. And then like just the steps it took how nuts it is to have this piece of the situation. It's the low hanging fruit. It's like, Oh, I'm going to have a field day with this. Let me grab that baby and talk about it all day because I have a bunch of points Then someone's going to come back at me and we can just talk about it all day. It really is like a content haven right now with the 49ers because of this. Yes. But what's so interesting is the way the national media is engaging with the Niners is basically all saying, I don't agree with what they're doing. Jimmy Garoppolo's great. Trey Lance is not ready. That team is, I'm not taking them seriously. They're missing it. Yeah. And simultaneously, they're like, I really like the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles with Jalen Hurts. I like the Eagles too. But you're going to sit there and say that Jalen Hurts is better than Trey Lance? I mean, maybe, maybe not. And then I could definitely tell you that Niners have a much, much better defense than Philly. So I, I like, I feel like I keep trying to point out Niners have an elite defense. They're going to have an elite run game this year in part because of Trey Lance. How does that team miss the playoffs? What team with an elite run game and elite defense misses the playoffs? I mean, they may not, may not win the Super Bowl, but that's usually a, a recipe for like 12 wins, 11 wins, usually. Unless the quarterback is freaking awful. Awful. And the, the Niners, if Trey, I mean, if Trey's awful, which he hasn't been ever, they can always go back to Jimmy. So it seems like this team's going to be pretty good. I don't know. That's that's where they were. I get that. It's just like they can yeah. always go back to him. And it's like, yeah. no, you better not go back to them. It's like, what happens They're when not the horse is in a position where they all their quarterbacks suck? If Trey sucks, which he's, I don't think he does, then they got Jimmy. Most likely, Trey's, you know, a lot like Jimmy as a thrower in terms of final results, but a way better runner. And that's what happened with Colin and Alex Smith. Colin wasn't necessarily like a better passer than Alex Smith in terms of like completion percentage, yards per attempt. Uh, passer rating, but the offense was better with Colin because what he did in the run game. And he could throw it deep, and so he gives him that play-action ability. Um, Michael Carroll says injuries happen in football. That is true. Do you know that? Injuries happen in life. I'll I'll one-up you there. 
Niners know that more than anyone lately. That is true, too. Loaded up on running backs, and Niners have the best one-two QBs in the league. Jimmy G is best backup. That's a good point. Um, you're never going to be in a situation where Nate Sudfeld or Nick Mullins is starting. Never going to be in a situation where Jaquez Patrick is getting carries or Elijah Mitchell has to get 20 carries with a broken rib. They shouldn't be in that situation anymore, which is what they were in last year. I think last year was also like the final straw in terms of, well, I mean, you know, first it started with Jimmy, all the backups they had, and then 2020, the debacle that was with injuries. And then last year it was like, we were signing running backs off the freaking street. Yeah. I mean, they had freaking, uh, what's his name? They had that running back, the old running back. I forgot his name from, from Alabama, but I don't know. Point is they just had, they just had randoms <laughs> right yeah. on the street. It was so bad. So they, this is the most scarred team in all of sports when it comes to injuries. Yeah. Um, Matthew Sanders says just because front office bills themselves as the smartest guys in the room, it's the Silicon Valley Steve Jobs effect. No one else would have taken trade number three. Um, Supposedly the Falcons were going to. Yeah, no one else would have traded up for Trey. That that was bold. Yeah. That was bold. And when they did it, I'm like, oh, wow, they must really like Trey. Nope, we're going to sit him for a year. Like, man, I, what? <laughs> that was confusing. And that opened the door for people to say they didn't like him. Young Jay said, went back and watched Mahomes 2018 preseason. He played extensively and was kind of shaky, but got better with reps. Why don't we do the same with Trey? You know what? That's very interesting. Let me go back and look up Mahomes' numbers from the 2018 preseason. It'll take wow, me. You get reps and you play well. Eventually, yeah. play well. Crazy concept. 2018. Uh, okay. Kansas City Chiefs. Boom. Okay. Patrick Mahomes. You're right. He threw 43 passes in, in uh, preseason. Um, and his quarterback rating was 103. Lance threw 16 passes. That's a really good point. Good point, young Jay. I, I don't quite understand why he wasn't given more reps, but I guess it's kind of old school to play your starters in the preseason. I don't know. I don't know. Good 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 call, young Jay. I'll tell Kyle that he messed up. I'll be like, hey, Kyle, by the way, <laughs> young Jay and I disagree with your approach to preseason. Matthew Sanders says that team misses when the circus comes to town. I don't get it. Who comes to town? The circus? Seattle? I don't get it. Flav says, don't understand how you can say Trey has never been awful, but you watched the Arizona game. He was horrendous, but you got excuses lined up for days. <laughs> I love horrendous. I didn't think he was horrendous. He went up again. It was his first start ever. He was playing a, uh, an undefeated team on the road. They were in it till the end. Yeah, right to the end. Kittle didn't play. Elijah Mitchell was on a pitch count because he was hurt with nine carries. They averaged more than five yards a carry. Kyle called a ridiculous game. He wasn't great, but it was his first start. I thought it was actually – he was not horrendous in that game. I thought he was – I think I gave him a C plus. If I remember correctly in my grade. Whatever. He wasn't – I mean, considering the situation, you know, he was pretty much yeah. thrown in the fire. Yeah. He hadn't gotten a first-team rep since training – he, not even. He got, like, one series of first-team reps in training camp. He hasn't practiced with those guys. Because remember that year? He was pretty much practicing with the backups and the scout team all year. Can you imagine what would happen if Jimmy – if Kyle said, hey, Jimmy, you can only hand off nine times in this game. Go get him. Like, that would never happen. And you have to run 16 times on your own. He yeah, would lose. throw. This is a handoff. Yeah. I mean, they didn't ever use – they didn't use Trey like that. They're never going to ask Trey to run 16. What do you run, 16 times? They're never going to do that ever again. And he's always going to have the – he's always going to be able to hand off 30 times. Yeah. Uh, Keneal Mason, because they have running backs. Keneal Mason. What's up, Keneal? I think we'll play smarter. I, I think – I can't read. I think we'll play similar to North Dakota State in Trey's first year starting. Run the ball. Run the ball. 15, 20 throws a game with a few deep shots to keep the defense honest. It's always the smartest way to use a young quarterback is make it very similar to what he did in college. And maybe that's why they drafted him. Like, he has no ego. It's not like he said, I got to throw. A lot of quarterbacks want to throw the ball. This guy is cool handing off the ball. He doesn't have an ego like that. Just saying. 
And eventually when you start making those throws, you start trusting them. Then you can try to have like a little shootout when you know you have to. Yeah. Go back and look at the game logs for Tom Brady when he was in his first year as a starter. He wasn't throwing. Yeah, man. He was a game manager and he built from there once he showed that he was a good game manager. Excuses for days. Look, I get it if Trey Lance was like a six-year starter like Jimmy G was. We'd be slandering him. But this guy's barely starting. You got to have a little bit more of a room for error, a tolerance point. It's not excuses. You expect someone to be A-plus on the job to come on? Must be realistic. Let's not be a hater at this point because this is all that's coming out to be, Flav. Yeah, you're being a hater, man. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's quarterback rating last year was 98. Trey's was 97. So as a passer, Trey was right there with Jimmy Garoppolo. But then when you put Trey on the field, I have numbers showing that the the run game was significantly better. Mm -hmm. So the offense mathematically will be better with Trey as long as he's healthy. Um, and look, even with other rookies and young players, we say like, yeah, it's like it's looking bad for him, but like, hey, he's picking it up. We give this. Like, we're not even tight with the other rookies. We're, at least we're consistent with other guys. That's, yeah. that's that's where I get at. It's like. All right, we we got to speed this up a little bit because I got to get down to Santa Clara. Matthew yeah. Sanders says, Grant, you asked, how does a great defensive and running team miss the playoffs? Hey, when they get bogged down in rumors and drama, i.e. the proverbial circus. Oh, it's my fault if the Niners miss the freaking playoffs. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it it's is. my fault. Hashtag no, I've been actually. I've been pumping this team up the last couple of weeks. Ever since they brought back Jimmy, I'm like, you know what? I don't see how this team is getting faded. The NFC's down. This team is pretty, I don't know. Jacob Mayhew says, Flav said he wants Trey to be to succeed, but says his BS. Imagine trying to validate for a bum like Jimmy. <laughs> dude who never improved over his whole career. Yeah, I don't understand that, man. The team wants to run. Jimmy doesn't help running. As a passer, he's mediocre. That's not a, that's not a quarterback you want. Give me, you know what I mean? It's the same situation that's happened in Tennessee, except Ryan Tannehill's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And they're still not happy with Tannehill. They're like, you know what? We're, we've given you a shot. We want to run the ball. We got Malik Willis. So it's a matter of time before you're out, bud. Callie says, what's the harm in reserving judgment of Trey until he has some games under his belt? This is like saying the new kid is stuck up before you even speak to him in high school. Exactly. That is true. Good, good now. I don't like his face. Have you talked to him? No, look at his face. I hate that. He wears thing. his hat <laughs> a little too much to the side than I like. Yeah, I hate people that wear their hat to the side like that. That's what it's kind of like. All right, two more topics. These are just projections. Who do you think will have a sophomore slump? And I'm not saying a guy who's just going to be – who was good last year is going to be bad. But a guy who maybe had a big role last year and it gets cut down for whatever reason. And maybe he thought he was going to become a star this year but has to sort of get humbled a little bit before he takes that next step, a la Brandon Ayuk last year, who did have a good year, but it was rough at first. He kind of started off in the doghouse. Who do you think that guy could be? Oh, without a doubt, I got Juwan Jennings because especially yeah. the way it sounded good in OTAs. I mean, I know it's just OTAs, but at some point you're kind of like, yeah, that's cool stock. And I mean, I, I think you even you said like Jennings was being solid too, right? So that even like, okay, so that's more Jennings stock right there. You know, yeah. second half of the season was solid for him. Wasn't great, you know, stand out, but impactful. Um, and then training camp, where do you go? What do you do? Preseason, nothing. He dropped some balls. Um, he dropped a lot of balls. He's a possession receiver who dropped a lot of balls. And they're using Danny Gray a lot. I think yeah. Danny Gray is kind of – they're kind of neck and neck right now with each other because Danny Gray suits more of the skill set with Trey Lance and will open up more of the offense than John Jennings can do. So, to me and, – and plus, Charvarius were when he hyped up John Jennings. He said, oh, Jennings is better than what I thought it was. That's all I was like. That's when I also was like, oh, okay. That sounds yeah. good. That's more stock in my ear. So, to me, I think now, – now I'm kind of shorting him right now. I, I think he's going to be the one that really takes that dive. Um. I think Jennings is in his third year, but it, uh, it's it's okay. Oh yeah, you're we'll right. But his first okay. year is pretty much a wash. 
That's true. That's true. Oh, that's a good answer. And I, I think you're right because Ray Ray McLeod has a, a role in this offense. This is hey, going to be a team another with, one. Yeah. This is going to be a team that runs 30, 35, 33, 34 times a game. And he's going to get a couple carries. Danny Gray is going to get a, a target or two deep. Every, so this roles for these guys and Jennings is like, like when are they going to call your number, you know, over Debo, Iuke or Kittle? Like why? So yeah, I'm, I, that could be one. And then another, I want to be real clear with this. I'm going to say Elijah Mitchell, but I think he's going to have a good year. I think he's going to average over five yards a carry. I think all the Niners running backs are going to average over five yards a carry, but he had like 20 carries a game last year. And if he thinks that he's going to all of a sudden get more and be featured and be a pro bowler, he might be disappointed. I think he got all those carries last year because everyone else was hurt and there was no choice. They had to run the ball. Who else? You know what I mean? And it's kind of like with Ike when he was a rookie. I've got a bunch of targets as a rookie, but Debo was hurt. Kittle was out. There was no choice. And I think he thought, well, okay, I'm going to take the next step as a, as a sophomore. And the Niners were like, hold on. Like, why don't you come back down to earth real quick and, and realize where you really fit in on this, in this pecking order in this offense. So yeah, I think he could go from a guy who got 19, 20 carries a game to a guy who gets 12, 13, and might be even better at that clip because he won't get hurt. He might be more, I think he will be more efficient, but he's, I don't think he's going to get to a thousand yards and maybe that's a shock to him. He may not even start every game. He might be part of a one-two punch, and maybe Kyle rides the hot hands every once in a while. 2019 style of work. Do it again. Do it again like 2019. That's who I'm going with Elijah Mitchell. Uh, Rhino G. Alcantar says, which makes Grant a Niner fan. Flav only wants what's best for Jimmy, which makes him a Jimmy G fan. Sorry, Grant. Just had to come pay you one time. I appreciate (laughs) you. Yeah, man. He's definitely a Jimmy G fan. And when Jimmy's finally off the team, I want to know if Flav's going to stick around. And and give me money stuff. <laughs> but I won't know if he's gonna stick around. All right, final topic of the day. Then I gotta run down to Santa Clara. Who will have a monster contract year? We just discussed who we think will be the the Brandon Ayuka this year. Who will be the Debo Samuel of this year? The guy who not just plays well, but you can see is like hungry, is is out there getting the bag every every game. Uh Emmanuel Mosley. Emmanuel Mosley. I've just been Ever, you know, since OT, speaking of OTAs, like I just, he's just been someone who I'm just circle, like breakout year, everything, give him all the things. Just number one thing, just stay healthy. He stays healthy, then he has it all. He can play off, play zone, play up, up and close to you. He's not afraid to tackle, can run support. Um, I don't even think it's far fetched to see him as an effective blitzer because I think D'Amico Ryan's likes to actually use the outside corners for blitzes on occasions. So to me, I think he can do it all, and he can match up with the best of them. I, I've seen him match up with Devontae Adams in good coverage, and while Adams beat him, the coverage was great. You yeah. know, you're just getting beat by the best receiver and the best quarterback in the game. Yeah. So to me, you weren't afraid. You stuck out there. My God, this, you have great potential, and you have great attitude because you you got to be confident as a corner out there, which is something that Akilah Witherspoon never had in all those years. That's why he always got beat. He just was there, just couldn't make the play. So to me – E-Man is the guy who's going to be the one that has it all. Just He's got to hope together. Those loose ends with his injuries line this year, then he'll be fine. All right, I'm going offense. Good answer on defense. I, I agree with you on defense. He showed it in camp. On offense, Jeff Wilson Jr. I'm oh. a big Jeff Wilson Jr. fan. And the thing with him is he does get hurt and miss time. But, you know, in 2020, he ran the ball 130-something times. That's decent. And I think with him – you, we've seen that Kyle really likes him. There's a role for him in this offense, and last year he was hurt. So throw out last year. Go back and look at 2020. He led the team in touchdowns. He got about 11 carries a game. 
I think he's going to get about 11 carries a game this year to start. And I think if he gets 11, maybe Mitchell gets 12, you know, because then Trey Lance is going to get eight and then Debo will get three and then Ray Ray will get one. So they may have to split carries. And depending on how that goes, Jeff Wilson may take more because Mitchell's been hurt all offseason, not all offseason, but most of the offseason. He's healthy now. Yeah. But Jeff Wilson Jr., if you go, if you don't remember, go back and watch him in 2020. He runs really freaking hard. He's bigger than Elijah Mitchell. He runs harder than Elijah Mitchell, and Elijah Mitchell runs hard, and he's a better receiver than Elijah Mitchell. Um, they're both really good. I think they're both gonna probably average like 5.2 yards of carry this year, but I think Jeff Wilson Jr., he's in a contract year. He already plays hard. This guy is going to be on a mission to get paid. And I love bet, uh, betting on players like that. And he's, he's lost 26, 27. Too. This is it for him. 2019 too. So everything's just been kind of like stacking and ascending for him. Oh, so yeah. the next step would be a nice monstrous year to have. A, I mean, you know, not like a thousand yards, but you know. The one, like he a had 10 touchdowns just two years ago. I think in like 12 games. I like Jeff Wilson Jr. He's good. And he what was cool about him too is it, like in that in that formation, the pistol, where you have Debo in the back and Jeff Wilson to the side. If you want to hand off to Debo, Jeff Wilson can block. He's yeah. such a ferocious physical player. He's shown it before. I'm getting a jersey. 22. Just add that to your 49er tattoo on your back. So you got the Niners logo right here, guys. He has it in guys and gals. He has it right here. So he'll just put the Jeff Wilson 22 right under it. It's true. But this is initial. For life. Niners fan for life. Uh, do you have any tattoos? No, no, me neither. No, I'm too, I'm too much, too scared to do that. Me too. I always thought I would, but it just never panned out. I always act like I have some type of like physical, philosophical reason against it. I don't. I just don't want to get. I don't either. I, I just, just don't want. Nope. I just maybe don't know one day I'll be like, you know what? I need six hours of a guy, like pricking me with the needle over and over and over again. That's what I need emotionally. I don't feel that way right now. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one day. I'm sensitive. I bruise like a peach. The hoodie says Kyle couldn't even teach RG3 how to slide. If he can't improve, Trey says it more. Uh, can't improve, Trey it says more about him. Trey yeah, man. Like when, when I point out the mechanical stuff about Trey, I'm not trying to critique Trey. I'm trying to like call out Brian Greasy, being like, dude, this is your pupil. What are you doing? Well, how are you making this better, Brian? He's all like, well, it's my first year coach and I got to figure it out. Figure it out right now. Lots of stake, Brian. I don't think yeah, he likes. They didn't me. bring Brandon work on him like that, did they? What they brought him down to be the mental coach. I thought uh, that sucks. To me, I thought they brought him to be the mental coach. I, look, man, I think the reason they brought him to the team, they drafted him over, you know, Justin Fields, is that they liked his mental approach. They you either had Justin Fields who had good good mechanics, but questionable. I don't know. People questioned something about him. It was definitely his maturity. They never really was were specific, and I don't understand mm -hmm. why. But there were those critiques. It was not his athleticism or his arm. With Trey, it was like, oh, he's so mature. He's so just, it's like, okay, great. Well, he needs help with accuracy. Who's Who you got? Rich Gangarello? Pfft. Oh, for one. Brian Greasy, your turn. I'm not, I don't know. They work on footwork every day, but so far, we'll see. I don't know. They always, they always cite about how he can help him in, in situational game, game mentality moments or after. So that's, that's why I take away from it. Official BNA Music 88 says named Flav, but the takes lack seasoning. <laughs> it's that bland diet, baby. Yeah, that's right. Boiled he chicken, needs to go no listen pepper. to the reason that the reason that's that we're seasoned. Uh, okay. 
Rhino G says, if you missed my four months, you missed my four months free super chat. I don't get it. What I mean was, oh, Grant only wants what's best for the team, which makes him a Niner fan versus what Flav does. Oh, I got you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, it doesn't make me a Niner fan. It makes me quality control. There's a difference. Yeah, Shut up, you're a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Little Lord Stewie says, wearing the merchandise, babe. Uh, Grant, the man, thank you uh, again. Grant, love it all. The shirts is very comfortable. Thank you. I sell shirts and stuff. Little Lord Stewie just got some, and he's looking like the coolest guy on his block. That's what I heard from a lot of people. They're like, did you see Little Lord Stewie? He's really fly. Something about the shirt. So little Lord Stewie is cruising down the street and his cone merch. <laughs> That's right. And my Grant Cone merch. All right, man. I got to get down to Santa Clara. Kyle talks in a couple hours. Have fun in the yeah. heat. Some block. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jose, uh, good show today. Um, Leo couldn't make it with us, unfortunately, but we'll get him next week. Leo DeLune. Pour out a little for Leo. No, he's still around. Just keep him in your thoughts. For my homies. <laughs> See you guys. All right, y'all.